Well, Kira has released full year results, delivering a 17% jump in revenue as learner numbers rose by over 6%. This, however, did not translate into its bottom line as impairments and finance costs weighed on the company, resulting in a 6% dip in profit for the year to 235 million rand. We're now joined by the CEO of Kira, Gwoba Salope. So thank you so much for your time, Gwoba. Now let's start there with that learner growth of 6.4%. And I'd just like to know from you, has it matched the post-COVID recovery that we have seen uh, in the economy, or could there have been more room to fill? Yeah, I think it's difficult. I mean, COVID and the pandemic, you know, is now two years ago. And I think we've got other challenges. I mean, interest rates have, you know, the rise of interest rates, the, you know, the rise of inflation, the impact on food and, and fuel and, and such like. So I think our consumers are under pressure. But overall, we've got, you know, 23% more learners than what we had in 2019. So I think our business has uh, demonstrated the degree of resilience uh, and certainly the continued enrollment of learners uh, into the quality education that we offer uh, is a testament to it's, I think it's a flat you know, to some extent to the quality on, on offer in our portfolio. So, so we're very grateful for that support and um, we certainly uh, are delighted to have started this year with 73,000 learners across the yeah. various school models. And I know there's that uh, sentiment on the shift that is happening from um, a poorer public school system to private schools. And I'm wondering if there's been a significant shift in that. But, I mean, just even talking about the constrained environment that uh, consumers have to deal with. Yeah, I think it's difficult, uh, you know, to, to, to call a complete step change over the last year or two. Um, I think uh, there's, a, there's a gradual uh, uh, maybe shift or a flight to quality, but I think that's to some extent a function of, of the pressure on facilities and, and the lack of new ones. And so, so I think we've, we've established schools and we've, we've created a portfolio over the last 20 years of, of nearly 80 campuses across uh, the country. And, and that certainly filled the, uh, you know, filled the gap and, and uh, we're delighted to be offering uh, you know, more education to, to more learners across South Africa. Yeah. And actually, how are you managing those fee increases uh, in this environment? I think it's, you know, it's, there's a cost to doing business. And so as an example, the increase in municipal rates or electricity, we, we, we cannot absorb that. We have to pass that kind of cost on. I think uh, on the flip side, you know, the extent to which our business is, is growing allows us to, to be more efficient at, at some aspects. For instance, the uh, the kind of staffing cost around more learners in a classroom, for instance. And so so we seek to strike that balance where, you know, through the efficiency and the quality of our operations, we, we give as much value as possible to consumers, uh, but we do have to pass costs on. And so our fee increases over the last year or so has been a, a, maybe a percent or two above inflation. Um, and, and that's a function perhaps of, you know, of, of, of doing that. So I think in essence, though, the extent also to which we also build waiting lists and, and, and so on at our facilities does give a little bit more pricing uh, maybe uh, pressure and, and allows us to to drive up the operating margin uh, on our business. Yeah. All right, Corpus, we saw that 17% increase in revenue, but that didn't filter through to the profit for the year. That was 6% lower. Also, total comprehensive income was down 11%. Talk to me about the profit hits there. I think it, we prefer to look at the recurring headline earnings, which is a measure that 
excludes the unusual once-off items. And so if you look at in this year in particular, uh, you know, we had three unusual items. The one was the change in the tax rate uh, from 28 to 27 percent from 2023 uh, as a benefit, and, and we exclude that from recurring headline earnings. We also have, uh, we had a, a once-off subsidy income amount that we received this year. We also excluded that. But then, of course, the counter to all of this was the impairments that we that we raised on a, a number of our schools. Um, and that really is the key difference between the earnings per share number, which is slightly lower, and the recurring headline earnings number, which is 35% up on last year. And I would submit that that's really the, the fairest uh, kind of measure of, of our performance. All right. Just share some light for us on the dynamics that you're seeing in the fee collections and the position of that debtor's book and the costs associated with that part of the balance sheet. Well, I think, you know, if you, if you zoom out a little bit, the, the total bad debt-related costs, uh, so write-offs and you know, provisions and so on, was about uh, it's just over 4%, 4.1% for this year, or 2022. Uh, it was 4.4% in 2021, and it was over 5% in 2020. So, so I think historically we've been able to 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 manage that just above 2%. So I think we've still got a way to go to to normalise on that front. We have, on the flip side, uh, managed to reduce the discount spend in our business. Uh, and then when we think about collections uh, in particular, uh, you know, I think we've done well. The the, the debtors' book has only increased by 2%. And that compares to a 17% increase in revenue. And I think in itself suggests uh, an improvement in collections uh, for the year. So, so all in all, um, probably one of the hardest things in our business. Uh, you know, you've got 6,500 employees who, who get up every day to look after 73,000 learners. And, and it's hard for us to, to have to terminate long overdue uh, accounts for non-payment. But we cannot offer a service for free. Yeah. Um, just lastly, um, an issue that the markets seem to be having is uh, the issue of your capex spend versus your debt. Um, of course, markets worry that you're now having to spend 800 million rand on a capex, but that's not going into debt. So how are you approaching that? What, what kind of decisions are you making there? And... Uh, can you get to a position that will make the markets happier about those dynamics? I think the first thing to, to say is that, you know, a school could take as much as 10 years to mature. You've got to buy the land, build the facility, establish everything, and it takes a while to fill. You can imagine the, the rollover from grade to grade. So as an example, we've got 15 schools that for this year will have their first grade 11 classes. Uh, I've got 4,000 learners in the trick and I've got 7,000 in grade eight. Um, so there's much growth to, to still cater for, and, and of course we've got to invest ahead of that. So I think that the, the, it's a really important feature of the set of results that whilst we spend 1.1 billion rand on capex and we generated 800 million rand of operating cash flow, if you look closely at the numbers, the uh, the extent to which uh, we incurred uh, you know, investment in the expansion of facilities and the uh, acquisition of, of schools and buildings. Um, you know, that constituted, uh, you know, really about about 750, well, nearly about 800 million rand of the 1.1. So, so in essence, our ongoing maintenance spend is now well below the 800 million of operating cash that we generated in 2022. And we would expect that operating cash flows to accelerate in the future. And we certainly, uh, you know, already are expecting to, to curtail and contain the CapEx investment uh, in the immediate future. So I think 
Kira has reached a very important milestone where we should be uh, generating more cash uh, consistently now than what we use uh, in, in CapEx. Uh, and that you know, sort of bodes well for investors. Yeah, all right. Well, thank you so much for your time and for your insights. Uh, Quibus, that was the CEO of Kira, Quibus Lopes.